The Instructions of Commodianus, Part 1, by Commodianus. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Instructions of Commodianus in favour of Christian discipline against the gods of the heathens expressed in acrostics. Preface my preface sets forth the way to the wanderer, and a good visitation when the goal of life shall have come, that he may become eternal, a thing which ignorant hearts disbelieve. I, in like manner, have wandered for a long time by giving attendance upon heathen fanes, my parents themselves being ignorant. Thence at length I withdrew myself by reading concerning the law. I bear witness to the Lord. I grieve, alas, the crowd of citizens, ignorant what it loses in going to seek vain gods. Thoroughly taught by these things, I instruct the ignorant in the truth. God's Indignation In the law, the Lord of heaven and earth and sea has commanded, saying, Worship not vain gods made by your own hands out of wood or gold, lest my wrath destroy you for such things. The people before Moses, unskilled, abiding without law, and ignorant of God, prayed to gods that perished, after the likenesses of which they fashioned vain idols. The Lord, having brought the Jews out of the land of Egypt, subsequently imposed on them a law and the omnipotent enjoined these things that they should serve him alone and not those idols moreover in that law is taught concerning the resurrection and the hope of living in happiness again in the world if vain idols be forsaken and not worshipped the worship of demons when almighty god to beautify the nature of the world willed that the earth should be visited by angels when they were sent down they despised his laws such was the beauty of women that it turned them aside so that being contaminated they could not return to heaven rebels from god they uttered words against him then the highest uttered his judgment against them and from their seed giants are said to have been born by them arts were made known in the earth and they taught the dying of wool and everything which is done and to them when they died men erected images but the almighty because they were of an evil seed did not approve that when dead they should be brought back from death whence wandering they now subvert many bodies and it is such as these especially that ye this day worship and pray to as gods saturn and Saturn the old, if he is a god, how does he grow old? Or if he was a god, why was he driven by his terrors to devour his children? But because he was not a god, he consumed the bowels of his sons in a monstrous madness. He was a king upon earth, born in the Mount Olympus, and he was not divine, but called himself a god. He fell into weakness of mind, and swallowed a stone for his son. Thus he became a god. Of late he is called Jupiter." Jupiter. This Jupiter was born to Saturn in the island of Brita, and when he was grown up he deprived his father of the kingdom. He then deluded the wives and sisters of the nobles. Moreover, Pyrachmon, a smith, had made for him a scepter. In the beginning God made the heaven, the earth, and the sea, but that frightful creature born in the midst of time went forth as a youth from a cave, and was nourished by stealth. Behold that God is the author of all things, not that Jupiter, of the same Jupiter's thunderbolt. Ye say, O fools, Jupiter thunders. It is he that hurls thunderbolts. 
and if it was childishness that thought thus why for two hundred years have ye been babies and will ye still be so always infancy is passed into maturity old age does not enjoy trifles the age of boyhood has departed let the mind of youth in like manner depart your thoughts ought to belong to the character of men thou art then a fool to believe that it is jupiter that thunders he born on the earth is nourished with goat's milk therefore if saturn had devoured him who was it in those times that sent rain when he was dead especially if a god may be thought to be born of a mortal father saturn grew old on the earth and on the earth he died there was none that predicted his previous birth or if he thunders the law would have been given by him the stories that the poets feign seduce you he however reigned in crete and there died he who to you is the almighty became alcmena's lover he himself would in like manner be in love with living men now if he were alive ye pray to unclean gods and ye call them heavenly who are born of mortal seed from those giants ye hear and ye read that he was born in the earth whence was it that that corrupter so well deserved to ascend into heaven and the cyclops are said to have forged him a thunderbolt for though he was immortal he received arms from mortals ye have conveyed to heaven by your authority one guilty of so many crimes and moreover a parasite of his own relations of the septizonium and the stars your want of intelligence deceives you concerning the circle of the zone and perchance from that you find out that you must pray to jupiter saturn is told of there but it is as a star for he was driven forth by jupiter or let jupiter be believed to be in the star he who controlled the constellations of the pole and the sower of the soil he who made war with the trojans he loved the beautiful venus or among the stars themselves mars was caught with her by married jealousy he is called the youthful god oh excessively foolish to think that those who are born of maya rule from the stars or that they rule the entire nature of the world subjected to wounds and themselves living under the dominion of the fates obscene inquisitive warriors of an impious life and they made sons equally mortal with themselves and were all terrible foolish strong in the sevenfold girdle if ye worship the stars worship also the twelve signs of the zodiac as well the ram the bull the twins as the fierce lion and finally they go on into fishes cook them and you will prove them a law without law is your refuge what wishes to be will prevail a woman desires to be wanton she seeks to live without restraint ye yourselves will be what ye wish for and pray to as gods and goddesses thus i worshipped while i went astray and now i condemn it of the sun and moon concerning the sun and moon ye are in error although they are in our immediate presence in that ye as i formerly did think that you must pray to them they indeed are among the stars but they do not run of their own accord the omnipotent when he established all things at first placed them there with the stars on the fourth day here there is a gap in the text and indeed he commanded in the law that none should worship them ye worship so many gods who promise nothing concerning life whose law is not on the earth nor are they themselves foretold but a few priests seduce you who say that any deity destined to die can be of service 
draw near now, read and learn the truth. Mercury. Let your Mercury be depicted with a cerebellum, and with wings on his helmet or his cap, and in other respects naked. I see a marvellous thing, a god flying with a little satchel. Run, poor creatures, with your lap spread open when he flies, that he may pour forth the contents of his satchel. Do ye from thence be prepared. Look on the painted one, since he will thus cast you money from on high, then dance ye securely. Vain man, art thou not mad to worship painted gods in heaven? If thou knowest not how to live, continue to dwell with the beasts. Neptune. Ye make Neptune a god descended from Saturn, and he wields a trident that he may spear the fishes. It is plain, by his being thus provided, that he is a sea-god. Did not he himself with Apollo raise up walls for the Trojans? How did that poor stonemason become a god? Did not he beget the Cyclops monster? And was he himself, when dead, unable to live again, though his structure admitted of this? Thus begotten he begot who was already once dead. Apollo the soothsaying and false. Ye make Apollo a player on the Kithara and divine, born at first of Maya in the isle of Delos, subsequently, for offered wages, a builder obeying the king Laomedon, he reared the walls of the Trojans. And he established himself, and ye are seduced into thinking him a god, in whose bones the love of Cassandra burned, whom the virgin craftily sported with, and though a divine being, he is deceived. By his office of augur he was able to know the double-hearted one. Moreover, rejected, he, though divine, departed thence. Him the virgin burnt up with her beauty, whom he ought to have burnt up, while she ought first of all to have loved the god who thus lustfully began to love Daphne, and still follows her up, wishing to violate the maid. The fool loves in vain, nor can he obtain her by running. Surely, if he were a god, he would come up with her through the air. She first came under the roof, and the divine being remained outside. The race of men deceived you, for they were of a sad way of life. Moreover, he is said to have fed the cattle of Admetus, while in imposed sports he threw the quoit into the air, he could not restrain it as it fell, and it killed his friend. That was the last day of his companion, Hyacinthus. Had he been divine, he would have foreknown the death of his friend. Father Liber, Bacchus. Ye yourselves say that Father Liber was assuredly twice begotten. First of all, he was born in India, of Proserpine and Jupiter, and waging war against the Titans, when his blood was shed, he expired even as one of mortal men. Again, restored from his death in another womb, Semele conceived him again of Jupiter, a second Maya, whose womb being divided, he is taken away near to birth from his dead mother, and as a nursling is given to be nourished to Nisus. From this being twice born, he is called Dionysus, and his religion is falsely observed in vanity, and they celebrate his orgies, such that now they themselves seem to be either foolhardy or burlesques of Mimnemonarus. They conspire in evil, they practice beforehand with pretended heat, and they may deceive others into saying that a deity is present. Hence, you manifestly see men living a life like this, violently excited with the wine which he himself had pressed out, they have given him divine honour in the midst of their drunken excess. The Unconquered One The Unconquered One was born from a rock, if he is regarded as a god. Now tell us then, on the other hand, which is the first of these two, 
the rock has overcome the god then the creator of the rock has to be sought after moreover you still depict him also as a thief although if he were a god he certainly did not live by theft assuredly he was of earth and of a monstrous nature and he turned other people's oxen into his caves just as did cacus that son of vulcan sylvanus whence again has sylvanus appeared to be a god perhaps it is agreeable so to call him from this that the pipe sings sweetly because he bestows the wood for perhaps it might not be so thou hast bought a venal master when thou shalt have bought from him behold the wood fails what is due to him art thou not ashamed o fool to adore such pictures seek one god who will allow you to live after death depart from such as have become dead in life hercules hercules because he destroyed the monster of the aventine mount who had been wont to steal the herds of evander is a god the rustic mind of men untaught also when they wish to return thanks instead of praise to the absent thunderer senselessly vowed victims as to a god to be besought they made milky altars as a memorial to themselves thence it arises that he is worshipped in the ancient manner but he is no god although he was strong in arms of the gods and goddesses ye say that they are gods who are plainly cruel and ye say that genesis affirms the fates to you now then say to whom first of all sacred rites are paid between the ways on either side immature death is straying if the fates give the generations why do you pray to the god thou art vainly deceived who art seeking to beseech the manes and thou namest them to be lords over thee who are fabricated or moreover i know not what women you pray to as goddesses bellona and nemesis the goddesses together with the celestial fury the virgins and venus for whom your wives are weak in the loins besides there are in the fanes other demons which are not as yet numbered and are worn on the neck so that they themselves cannot give to themselves an account plagues ought rather to be exported to the ends of the earth of their images a few wicked and empty poets delude you while they seek with difficulty to procure their living they adorn falsehood to be for others under the guise of mystery thence feigning to be smitten by some deity they sing of his majesty and weary themselves under his form ye have often seen the dindamari with what a din they enter upon luxuries while they seek to feign the furies or when they strike their backs with the filthy axe although with their teaching they keep what they heal by their blood behold in what name they do not compel those who first of all unite themselves to them with a sound mind but that they may take away a gift they seek such minds thence see how all things are feigned they cast a shadow over a simple people lest they should believe while they perish the thing once for all proceeded in vanity from antiquity that a prophet who uttered false things might be believed but their majesty has spoken naught of amadates and the great god we have already said many things of an abominable superstition and yet we follow up the subject lest we should be said to have passed anything over and the worshippers worshipped their amadates after their manner he was great to them when there was gold in the temple they placed their heads under his power as if he were present it came to the highest point that caesar took away the gold the deity failed or fled or passed away into fire the author of this wickedness is manifest who formed this same god and falsely prophesying seduces so many and so great men and only was silent about him who was accustomed to be divine 
for voices broke forth as if with a changed mind, as if the wooden god were speaking into his ear. Say now yourselves, if they are not false deities. From that prodigy how many has the prophet destroyed? He forgot to prophesy, who before was accustomed to prophesy. So those prodigies are feigned among those who are greedy of wine, whose damnable audacity feigns deity, for they were carried about, and such an image was dried up for both he himself is silent and no one prophesies concerning him at all but ye wish to ruin yourselves of the vain nemesiaki is it not ignominy that a prudent man should be seduced and worshipped such a one or say that a log is diana you trust a man who in the morning is drunk costive and ready to perish who by art speaks falsely what is seen by him while he lives strictly he feeds on his own bowels one detestable one defiles all the citizens and he has attached to himself a similar gathering being made those with whom he feigns the history that he may adorn a god he is ignorant how to prophesy for himself for others he dares it he places it on his shoulder when he pleases, and again he places it down. Whirling round, he is turned by himself with the tree of the two-forked one, as if you would think that he was inspired with the deity of the wood. Ye do not worship the gods whom they themselves falsely announce. Ye worship the priests themselves, fearing them vainly. But if thou art strong in heart, flee at once from the shrines of death. The Titans Ye say that the Titans are to you teutons ye ask that these fierce ones should be silent under your roof as so many lars shrines images made like to a titan for ye foolishly adore those who have died by an evil death not reading their own law they themselves speak not and ye dare to call them gods who are melted out of a brazen vessel ye should rather melt them into little vessels for yourselves the montesini ye call the mountains also gods let them rule in gold darkened by evil and aiding with an averted mind for if a pure spirit and a serene mind remained to you thou thyself ought to examine for thyself concerning them thou art become senseless as a man if thou thinkest that these can save thee whether they rule or whether they cease if thou seekest anything healthy seek rather the righteousness of the law that brings the help of salvation and says that you are becoming eternal for what you should follow in vanity rejoices you for a time thou art glad for a brief space and afterwards bewailest in the depths withdraw thyself from these if thou wilt rise again with christ the dullness of the age alas i grieve citizens that ye are thus blinded in the world one runs to the lot another gazes on the birds another having shed the blood of bleating animals calls forth the manes and credulously desires to hear vain responses when so many leaders and kings have taken counsel concerning life what benefit has it been to them to have known even its portents learn i beg you citizens what is good beware of idle fanes seek indeed all of you in the law of the omnipotent thus it has pleased the lord of lords himself in the heavens that demons should wander in the world for our discipline and yet on the other hand he has sent out his mandates that they who forsake their altars shall become inhabitants of heaven. Whence I am not careful to argue this in a small treatise. The law teaches, it calls on you in your midst. Consider for yourselves, ye have entered upon two roads, decide upon the right one. Of those who are everywhere ready. While thou obeyest the belly, thou sayest that thou art innocent, and as if courteously makest thyself everywhere ready. Woe to thee, foolish man! 
thou thyself lookest around upon death thou seekest in a barbarous fashion to live without law thou thyself hymnest thyself also to play upon a word who feignest thyself simple i live in simplicity with such a one thou believest that thou livest while thou desirest to fill thy belly to sit down disgracefully of no account in thy house ready for feasting and to run away from precepts or because thou believest not that god will judge the dead thou foolishly makest thyself ruler of heaven instead of him thou regardest thy belly as if thou canst provide for it thou seemest at one time to be profane at another to be holy thou appearest as a suppliant of god under the aspect of a tyrant thou shalt feel in thy fates by whose law thou art aided of those who live between the two thou who thinkest that by living doubtfully between the two thou art on thy guard goest on thy way stripped of law broken down by luxury thou art looking forward vainly to so many things why seekest thou unjust things and whatever thou hast done shall there remain to thee when dead consider thou foolish one thou wast not and lo thou art seen thou knowest not whence thou hast proceeded nor whence thou art nourished thou avoidest the excellent and benignant god of thy life and thy governor who would rather wish thee to live thou turnest thyself to thyself and givest thy back to god thou drownest thyself in darkness whilst thou thinkest thou art abiding in light why runnest thou in the synagogue of the pharisees that he may become merciful to thee whom thou of thy own accord deniest thence thou goest abroad again thou seekest healthful things thou wishest to live between both ways but thence thou shalt perish and moreover thou sayest who is he who has redeemed from death that we may believe in him since their punishments are awarded ah not thus o malignant man shall it be as thou thinkest for to him who has lived well there is advantage after death thou however when one day thou diest shalt be taken away in an evil place but them who believe in christ shall be led into a good place and those to whom that delight is given are caressed but to you who are of a double mind against you is punishment without the body the course of the tormentor stirs you up to cry out against your brother they who fear and will not believe how long o foolish man wilt thou not acknowledge christ thou avoidest the fertile field and castest thy seeds on the sterile one thou seekest to abide in the wood where the thief is delaying thou sayest i also am of god and thou wanderest out of doors now at length after so many invitations enter within the palace now is the harvest ripe and the time so many times prepared lo now reap what dost thou not repent thence now if thou hast not gather the seasonable wines the time of believing to life is present in the time of death the first law of god is the foundation of the subsequent law thee indeed it assigned to believe in the second law nor are threats from himself but from it powerful over thee now astounded swear that thou wilt believe in christ for the old testament proclaims concerning him for it is needful only to believe in him who is dead to be able to rise again to live for all time therefore if thou art one who disbelievest that these things shall be at length he shall be overcome in his guilt in the second death i will declare things to come in few words in this little treatise in it can be known when hope must be preferred still i exhort you as quickly as possible to believe in christ to those who resist the law of christ the living god thou rejectest unhappy one the advantage of heavenly discipline and rushest into death while wishing to stray without a bridle luxury and the short-lived joys of the world are ruining thee whence thou shalt be tormented in hell for all time 
they are vain joys with which thou art foolishly delighted do not these make thee to be a man dead cannot thirty years at length make thee a wise man ignorant how thou hast first strayed look upon ancient time thou thinkest now to enjoy here a joyous life in the midst of wrongs these are the ruins of thy friends wars or wicked frauds thefts with bloodshed the body is vexed with sores and groaning and wailing is indulged whether a slight disease invade thee or thou art held down by long sickness or thou art bereaved of thy children or thou mournest over a lost wife all is a wilderness alas dignities are hurried down from their height by vices and poverty doubly so assuredly if thou languishest long and callest thou it life when this life of glass is mortal consider now at length that this time is of no avail but in the future you have hope without the craft of living certainly the little children which have been snatched away desire to live moreover the young men who have been deprived of life perchance were preparing to grow old and they themselves were making ready to enjoy joyful days and yet we unwillingly lay aside all things in the world i have delayed with a perverse mind and i have thought that the life of this world was a true one and i judged that death would come in like manner as ye did that when once life had departed the soul also was dead and perished these things however are not so but the founder and author of the world has certainly required the brother slain by a brother impious man say said he where is thy brother and he denied for the blood of thy brother has cried aloud to me to heaven thou art tormented i see when thou thoughtest to feel nothing but he lives and occupies the place on the right hand he enjoys delights which thou o wicked one has lost and when thou hast called back the world he also has gone before and will be immortal for thou shalt wail in hell certainly god lives who makes the dead to live that he may give worthy rewards to the innocent and to the good but to the fierce and impious cruel hell commence o thou who art led away to perceive the judgments of god o fool thou dost not die to god o fool thou dost not absolutely die nor when dead dost thou escape the lofty one although thou shouldst arrange that when dead thou perceivest nothing thou shalt foolishly be overcome god the creator of the world liveth whose laws cry out that the dead are in existence but thou whilst recklessly thou seekest to live without god judgest that in death is extinction and thinkest that it is absolute god has not ordered it as thou thinkest that the dead are forgetful of what they have previously done now has the governor made for us receptacles of death and after our ashes we shall behold them thou art stripped o foolish one who thinkest that by death thou art not and hast made thy ruler and lord to be able to do nothing but death is not a mere vacuity if thou reconsiderest in thine heart thou mayest know that he is to be desired for late thou shalt perceive him thou wast the ruler of the flesh certainly flesh ruled not thee freed from it the former is buried thou art here rightly is mortal man separated from the flesh therefore mortal eyes will not be able to be equalled to divine things thus our depth keeps us from the secret of god give thou now whilst in weakness thou art dying the honour to god and believe that christ will bring thee back living from the dead thou oughtest to give praises in the church to the omnipotent one the righteous rise again righteousness and goodness peace and true patience and care concerning one's deeds make to live after death but a crafty mind mischievous perfidious evil destroys itself by degrees and delays in a cruel death 
O wicked man, hear now what thou gainest by thy evil deeds. Look at the judges of earth, who now in the body torture with terrible punishments. Either chastisements are prepared for the deserving by the sword, or to weep in a long imprisonment. Dost thou, last of all, hope to laugh at the God of heaven and the ruler of the sky, by whom all things were made? Thou ragest, thou art mad, and now thou takest away the name of God, from whom, moreover, thou shalt not escape, and he will award punishments according to your deeds. Now I would have you be cautious that thou come not to the burning of fire. Give thyself up at once to Christ, that goodness may attend thee. To the wicked and unbelieving rich man. Thou wilt, O rich man, by insatiably looking too much to all thy wealth, squander those things to which thou art still seeking to cling. Thou sayest, I do not hope when dead to live after such things as these. O ungrateful to the great God, who thus judgest thyself to be a God, to him who, when thou knewest nothing of it, brought thee forth and then nourished thee. He governs thy meadows, he thy vineyards, he thy herd of cattle, and he whatever thou possessest. Nor dost thou give heed to these things, or thou, perchance, rulest all things. He who made the sky and the earth and the salt seas decreed to give us back again ourselves in a golden age, and only, if thou believest, thou livest in the secret of God. Learn God, O foolish man, who wishes thee to be immortal, that thou mayest give him eternal thanks in thy struggle. His own law teaches thee, but since thou seekest to wander, thou disbelievest all things, and thence thou shalt go into hell." by and by thou givest up thy life thou shalt be taken where it grieveth thee to be there the spiritual punishment which is eternal is undergone there are always wailings nor dost thou absolutely die therein there at length too late proclaiming the omnipotent god rich men be humble learn o thou who art about to die to show thyself good to all why in the midst of the people makest thou thyself to be another than thou art thou goest where thou knowest not and ignorantly thence thou departest thou managest wickedly with thy very body thou thirstest always after riches thou exaltest thyself too much on high and thou bearest pride and dost not willingly look on the poor now ye do not even feed your parents themselves when placed under you ah wretched men let ordinary men flee far from you he lived and i have destroyed him the poor man cries out evreka by and by thou shalt be driven with the furies of charybdis when thou thyself dost perish thus ye rich men are undisciplined ye give a law to those ye yourselves not being prepared strip thyself o rich man turned away from god of such evils if assuredly perchance what thou hast seen done may aid thee be ye the attendant of a god while ye have time even as the elm loves the vine so love ye people of no account observe now o barren one the law which is terrible to the evil and equally benignant to the good be humble in prosperity take away o rich men hearts of fraud and take up hearts of peace and look upon your evil doing do ye good i am here to judges consider the sayings of solomon all ye judges in what way with one word of his he disparages you how gifts and presents corrupt the judges thence thence follows the law ye always love givers and when there shall be a cause the unjust cause carries off the victory thus i am innocent nor do i a man of no account accuse you because solomon openly raises the blasphemy but your god is your belly and rewards are your laws paul the apostle suggests this i am not deceitful to self-pleasers if place or time is favourable or the person has advanced 
let there be a new judge why now art thou lifted up thence untaught thou blasphemest him of whose liberality thou livest in such weakness thou dost not ever regard him throughout advances and profits thou greedily presumest on fortune there is no law to thee nor dost thou discern thyself in prosperity although they may be counted of gold let the strains of the pipe always be raving if thou hast not adored the crucifixion of the lord thou hast perished both place and occasion and person is now given to thee if however thou believest but if not thou shalt fear before him bring thyself into obedience to christ and place thy neck under him to him remains the honour and all the confidence of things when the time flatters thee be more cautious not foreseeing as it behoves thee the final awards of fate thou art not able ever to live again without christ to the gentiles o people ferocious without a shepherd now at length wander not for i also who admonish you was the same ignorant wandering now therefore take the likeness of your lord raise upward your wild and roughened hearts enter steadfastly into the fold of your sylvan shepherd remaining safe from robbers under the royal roof in the wood are wolves therefore take refuge in the cave thou warrest thou art mad nor dost thou behold where thou abidest believe in the one god that when dead thou mayest live and mayest rise in his kingdom and when there shall be the resurrection to the just moreover to ignorant gentiles the unsubdued neck refuses to bear the yoke of labour then it delights to be satisfied with herbs in the rich plains and still unwillingly is subdued the useful mare and it is made to be less fierce when it is first brought into subjection o people o man thou brother do not be a brutal flock pluck thyself forth at length and thyself withdraw thyself assuredly thou art not cattle thou art not a beast but thou art born a man do thou thyself wisely subdue thyself and enter under arms thou who followest idols art nothing but the vanity of the age your trifling hearts destroy you when almost set free there gold garments silver is brought to the elbows there war is made there love is sung instead of psalms dost thou think it to be life when thou playest or lookest forward to such things as these thou choosest o ignorant one things that are extinct thou seekest golden things thence thou shalt not escape the plague although thyself art divine thou seekest not that grace which god sent to be read of in the earth but thus as a beast thou wanderest the golden age before spoken of shall come to thee if thou believest and again thou shalt begin to live always an immortal life that also is permitted to know what thou wast before give thyself as a subject to god who governs all things of the tree of life and death adam was the first who fell and that he might shun the precepts of god belial was his tempter by the lust of the palm tree and he conferred on us also what he did whether of good or of evil as being the chief of all that was born from him and thence we die by his means as he himself receding from the divine became an outcast from the word we shall be immortal when six thousand years are accomplished the tree of the apple being tasted death has entered into the world by this tree of death we are born to the life to come on the tree depends the life that bears fruits precepts now therefore pluck believingly the fruits of life a law was given from the tree to be feared by the primitive man whence comes death by the neglect of the law of the beginning now stretch forth your hand and take of the tree of life 
the excellent law of the Lord which follows has issued from the tree. The first law is lost, man eats whence he can, who adores the forbidden gods, the evil joys of life. Reject this partaking, it will suffice you to know what it should be. If you wish to live, surrender yourselves to the second law. Avoid the worship of temples, the oracles of demons, turn yourself to Christ, and ye shall be associates with God. Holy is God's law, which teaches the dead to live. God alone has commanded us to offer to him the hymn of praise. All of you shun absolutely the law of the devil. Of the Foolishness of the Cross I have spoken of the twofold sign whence death proceeded, and again I have said that thence life frequently proceeds, but the cross has become foolishness to an adulterous people. The awful king of eternity shadows forth these things by the cross, that they may now believe on him. O fools that live in death! Cain slew his younger brother by the invention of wickedness. Thence the sons of Enoch are said to be the race of Cain. Then the evil people increased in the world, which never transfers souls to God. To believe the cross came to be a dread, and they said that they live righteously. The first law was in the tree, and thence too the second. And thence the second law first of all overcame the terrible law with peace. Lifted up, they have rushed into vain prevarications. They are unwilling to acknowledge the Lord pierced with nails. But when his judgment shall come, they will then discern him. But the race of Abel already believes on a merciful Christ. The Fanatics Who Judaize what? Art thou half a Jew? Wilt thou be half profane? Whence thou shalt not, when dead, escape the judgment of Christ? Thou thyself blindly wanderest, and foolishly goest in among the blind. And thus the blind leadeth the blind into the ditch. Thou goest whither thou knowest not, and thence ignorantly withdrawest. Let them who are learning go to the learned, and let the learned depart. But thou goest to those from whom thou canst learn nothing." Thou goest forth before the doors, and thence also thou goest to the idols. Ask first of all what is commanded in the law. Let them tell thee, if it be commanded to adore the gods, for they are ignored in respect of that which they are especially able to do. But because they are guilty of that very crime, they relate nothing concerning the commandments of God, save what is marvellous. Then, however, they blindly lead you with them into the ditch." There are deaths too well known by them to relate, or because the heaping up of the plough closes up the field. The Almighty would not have them understand their king. Why such a wickedness? He himself took refuge from those bloody men. He gave himself to us by a superadded law. Thence now they lie concealed with us, deserted by their king. But if you think that in them there is hope, you are altogether in error, if you worship God and heathen temples. To the Jews evil always and recalcitrant with a stiff neck ye wish not that ye should be overcome thus ye will be heirs isaiah said that ye were of hardened heart ye look upon the law which moses in wrath dashed to pieces and the same lord gave to him a second law in that he placed his hope but ye half healed reject it and therefore ye shall not be worthy of the kingdom of heaven also to the jews look upon leah that was a type of the synagogue which Jacob received as a sign with eyes so weak, and yet he served again for the younger one beloved, a true mystery and a type of our church. Consider what was abundantly said of Rebekah from heaven, whence, imitating the alien, ye may believe in Christ. Thence come to Tamar and the offspring of twins. Look to Cain, the first tiller of the earth, and Abel the shepherd, who was an unspotted offerer in the ruin of his brother. 
and was slain by his brother. Thus therefore perceive that the younger are approved by Christ. Again to the same. There is not an unbelieving people such as yours, O evil men, in so many places, and so often rebuked by the law of those who cry aloud. And the lofty one despises your Sabbaths, and altogether rejects your universal monthly feasts according to law, that ye should not make him the commanded sacrifices, who told you to throw a stone for your offence. If any should not believe that he had perished by an unjust death, and that those who were beloved were saved by other laws, thence that life was suspended on the tree, and believe not on him. God himself is the life, he himself was suspended for us, but ye with indurated heart insult him. End of the Instructions of Commodianus, Part 1, by Commodianus